The bedroom talk show will start in one minute. The bedroom talk show will start in one minute. The bedroom talk show will start in one minute. You are watching the bedroom talk show. 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 Crystal J and Coco start the show. I'm back. <laughs> Welcome to the Bedroom Talk Show. I'm your host, Crystal J. And today we're talking about mental health awareness. We was going to do this in May, but we did not because May is the month of mental health awareness month. But since my co-host is very passionate about this topic, she's going to go first. Okay, so I wanted to mainly talk about mental health as far as like different ways of how it looks. Like it's not always what you hear bipolar, schizophrenia, and people on that stuff. It really could be something like mentally wrong. And it could also be speaking of on that stuff, it could be drug induced. But mainly what I was gonna talk about was depression and anxiety because um and PTSD because those are the things that I resonate with because that's what I was diagnosed with when I had my miscarriage and I was just literally like in a dark state. So these are things that I wanna touch on. I have some facts. If Crystal wanna um, speak on anything right quick while I recall them up. Alrighty, so pretty much this episode is very important because I feel like mental health awareness is not really talked about in the black community. And I feel like we as black people, we have to talk about, we, we need to talk about mental health awareness. Um, I'm gonna be very, I'm gonna be the first person to tell you, I am not super educated on this topic. Um, I am still learning as many of our viewers are still learning what is mental health um, awareness. Um, I remember I was growing up on the street and I had these neighbors, I thought she was crazy. She used to talk to herself. She used to just be do crazy things to me at that point. I think I was in a senior high school. Not knowing she had, she was diagnosed with bipolar. She was um, something else. What is it again with the S? She was that and she had mental illness. And once I learned that about her, me being a senior in high school, I just looked at her and I, I didn't judge her no more. Um, after I had my son, I went through a my version of postpartum, I was really depressed and I was really trying to, as I say, by myself. She got some facts. And we also have a little commercial um, that we found and that will help you with this topic. Okay. So, um, modifiable factors for mental health disorders can be a socioeconomic condition such as weather. Uh, is a, uh, weather work is available in local areas. I didn't really understand what they meant, but rather related, I know sometimes people get a lot of sadness or depressed in the winter time. 
um, occupation. We all know uh, work can stress a, stress a person out. Man. A person's level of social involvement. Some people get social anxiety when they get around crowds. Um, education. Um, the way I took it as far as education as opposed to mental health as far as like maybe if you're in a room surrounded by like geniuses, geniuses and you know you're not up to par, maybe that can cause some type of anxiety. I guess that's what they mean. Um, housing equality. That kind of speaks for itself. If you grew up, I'm just going to be real, if you grew up in the projects, in the ghetto, you see a lot of stuff at an age you're not supposed to be able to see all these things, if at all. So that can cause a lot of... But I feel like just because you grew up in a ghetto don't mean that that you're, you're, you're going to have mental illness. If you're five years old and you see somebody get shot right in front of you, that's going to do something to you. Maybe not to that's, me, that's post, that's not, what is that? PTSD, um, which P- we will get to that. Yeah. That's what they're just talking about mental health in general. Then I told you it breaks down. Yeah, that is that's, that's what that is. Non modifiable factors are gender, age, ethnicity. It doesn't hit people just because you're black or just because you're Hispanic. Anybody can get anybody can get it. right. It's not a race thing, even though they try to make even though they try to paint everything as a race thing. Common mental health disorders we all know anxiety. Mood disorders, which I will go into, schizophrenia, um, anxiety. This is something I was diagnosed with when, like I said, I didn't know all this stuff came to a head after I had my miscarriage in 2017. So when I got pregnant with my daughter in 2018, I had extreme anxiety because I just kept thinking I was going to lose my, I was going to lose this baby as well. I used to cold sweats, wake up in the middle of the night on top of me having to constantly go to the restroom, um, which is very traumatic, which brings me to, here it is, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD can occur after a person experiences or witnesses a deeply stressful or traumatic event. Now, we all know people with PTSD they typically, it's not just military people who have PTSD. It's people like, like I was just saying, like if you're five years old and you witness somebody get a shot or you witness, you know, somebody just fall out dead right in front of you. Anything traumatic, no matter the age, no matter the race, it can come along later. Uh, during this type of event, the person thinks that their life or other people's lives are in danger. They may feel afraid or that they have no control over what's happening. These sensations are trauma, and any fear then contributes to PTSD. Like I was saying, I was when I was pregnant with my daughter, I would I would just be straight up thinking like any day now. Especially when I got four, almost five months, which was when I had my miscarriage, mm-hmm. I was just constantly thinking like, okay, my water's gonna break any any day now, just like my other baby, my other pregnancy. So I took shots. Um, I took weekly shots to get that. And the lady was like, well, you have to be a certain amount of weeks. And I was like, well, okay, as soon as I got those, that certain amount of weeks, I, I told her, let's get this paperwork started because at 20 weeks, that's when I had my miscarriage. And 20 weeks, I need to already have been on my shots. So I was very, very panicky. She can probably, you remember me telling me anything about? And my baby daddy, like, he he probably has PTSD from that too, but he doesn't talk about it. Anywho. And, that, and that's one of the things in our community, in the black, we don't talk about what we don't do. We don't, it's so much things we don't talk about. We just sweep it on the rug and we don't want to get 
proper help. When I say proper help, not me talking about getting therapy, going to sit on somebody's couch to talk about what you're going through. Are we open to getting help? Or if we see our family showing mental illness or depression or whatever the case is, are we open to saying, hey, I know you don't want to talk about this, but are you open to going to, and I will go with you to support you. Not just not just that I will go, um, not just say I want you to go to therapy and not go and support them. Support them in that time. That's what you need the most in that time. Um, and another question that uh, we I came up with: Do we understand what mental health is? So to better understand, we're going to go right to our commercial break where it explains what mental health awareness is. You guys enjoy. We all have mental health. It is just as important as physical health. It is not only about mental illness or mental disorders. This is just one part of a bigger picture. It's best to think about mental health as being on a continuum, rather than people being either mentally ill or mentally well. We are all on the continuum and we move up and down according to factors, such as our genetic makeup and upbringing, our life circumstances and the stresses we are under. At one end of the continuum, we have mental disorders, like depression or anxiety. And at the other end, we have states of positive mental health, when we're thriving, content and fulfilled. The aim of mental health interventions is to move people up the continuum, so that they're able to reach their full potential and live satisfying lives. The World Health Organization describes mental health as a state of well-being in which every individual realises his or her own potential, can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. Being mentally healthy means being resilient and able to cope with difficult times, feeling in control, being confident, feeling good about yourself, managing and expressing your emotions, building and maintaining good relationships. We all experience periods when we feel stressed, worried, anxious, sad, afraid or angry. These are all normal emotions. However, when these emotions become severe enough that it interferes with the person's ability to function daily, and these feelings become persistent over time, then it can develop into a mental health problem. There are many different types of mental disorders. When left untreated, mental disorders can be chronic and long-lasting, and are associated with increased disability. They significantly have an impact on daily functioning and frequently interfere with family, social and work responsibilities. Fortunately, there are effective treatments and evidence-based interventions available that aim to help individuals understand and cope with symptoms of mental illness. However, very few people with mental disorders access existing treatment services. This may be due to barriers such as the stigma attached to seeking help, the lack of understanding of mental health problems, uncertainty of how to get help, or the fear of disclosing mental health problems. 
Research shows that stigma remains one of the biggest factors preventing people from seeking help early for their mental health problems and getting the appropriate support they need. It is important to acknowledge that we all have mental health and have a personal responsibility to learn how we can improve and maintain our well-being in order to lead meaningful and satisfying lives. Want to learn how you can do this? Great news! Why not join one of our communities and keep exploring Maudsley Learning Online? Thank you guys for watching that commercial. Um, during commercial break, we did see a comment that appeared and we want to address it. It said, we don't talk about mental illness at all. Our families, I mean, I mean our family are used to tell us that there's nothing wrong with, with you. You need to pray about it. <laughs> at the pause, that is so true. How many of us are willing to seek professional help? That is a good question. I feel that, this is how I honestly feel. I feel like number one, people are in in, in my in, in in our community, just in general, girl, let's pray about it. They think God is gonna fix everything. And I'm not saying God is not gonna fix everything, but we always tell people go pray about it. No, let's not pray about it. Let's go seek professional help if we're if we're experiencing symptoms of of mental illness, depression. Uh, being bipolar, it's okay to talk about it. Faith without work is dead. He wants you to do some work as well. He ain't just gonna sit there and be like, your wish is granted, your prayers are answered just because you're praying about your situation. Right. No, you, uh, praying about your situation, the solution to your situation could be sitting down, talking to a professional, seek the professional therapy that you need. Right. And a lot of people just assume that if you pray about it, is is it gonna be God? Is, God is a genie. He just he just gonna. Hold on, let me do a break. You know, Dream of Jeannie when she... Yes. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was a good comment, and we're going right back to Coco. All right, so I wanted to talk about mood disorders, um, which is technically defined as people with these conditions have significant changes in mood generally involving either mania, which is a period of high energy or elation or depression. Examples of mood disorders, major depression, an, an individual who experiences constant, consistent low moods, low loses in, uh, interest in activities. Bipolar disorder. A person with bipolar disorder experiences unusual changes in their mood, energy levels, levels of activity, and disability and ability to continue with daily life. Seasonal affective disorder or SAD. Reduced daylight triggers during the fall, winter, and early spring months trigger this type of major depression. It is most common in countries far from the equator. Schizophrenia uh, typically developed between the ages of 15, I'm sorry, 16 and 30. Didn't know that. Um, I hope you guys are learning something today. This, yeah, episode, this episode is not a typical relationship, typical episode where we talk about so many things. Um, I did have something to speak about on her reading. Um, I want you guys to understand the bedroom talk show. We are going to talk about your man ain't shit, your boyfriend ain't shit, your girlfriend ain't shit, your baby daddy, baby mamas. We hitting everything, and we're gonna talk about mental. We're gonna talk about mental illness because it's important that here on the bedroom talk show that we talk about everything. Um, one day I plan that we talk about 
sexual abuse in the future. Um, sexual abuse in the future. But in due time, we will get there. But just be open that the Barrel Talk Show will talk about everything. So if this is not a typical episode, just click on. Uh, she's doing a little education part, part about what is mental illness. But I have a question for the audience. I want you guys to tune in. Uh, do you think the police system or the justice system is prepared for mental illness people? When I'm talking about when, they, when they're an inmate or when they're getting arrested just to get arrested and you don't know, like, you don't know somebody have autism or something like that. Is our police educated on mental illness? You said no? They're supposed to have training, but do they really interact when it comes down to arresting no. or pulling over somebody who no. has mental illness in the car? What about, um, what was that guy named that guy killed in Atlanta? He was running around naked and they, they called, yeah, they called. Yeah, he the, was naked. Yeah. He was running around naked. They called the cops, but he was mental, he, he had mental illness. And if the police was well trained in that, they would have spotted hmm, something isn't right. Normally, society normal, this person has mental illness. Or, like, you remember this song, I'm about to beat your ass on this train. I'm on the morning, I'm about to do my thing. Y'all remember that? Mental illness. And everybody was laughing, and I was one of them, laughing, and we didn't, we wasn't educated to know this woman is having, um, is she's mentally ill. It came out saying she didn't take her medicine that day. Exactly, she did. Mm-hmm. So, um, some signs of depression are withdrawing from friends and family. I personally went through that. I didn't want nobody to talk to me. I didn't, like I say, like if you, I had my miscarriage April 2017. So, I can't honestly tell you what happened from April 20th till I'd say maybe September 2017. It is a black, that thing is, I, I couldn't tell you what happened. Um, I didn't talk to nobody. Like all my friends tried to get me to go out, try to talk to me. I I probably do it just because money was being involved, you know, and I didn't want them to waste their money or nothing. But I just wasn't there. Um, avoiding activities that we normally enjoy. Uh, sleeping too much. I love to sleep, so during that depression time, that's all I did. I mean, that was even more. Um, eating too much or too little. I personally didn't eat. My mom. We'll go to Red Lobster and get Alfredo, my favorite, one of my favorite foods. My baby daddy would go um, get me some more of my favorite, different types of favorite foods. I wouldn't eat it. I'd probably take a bite or two just for the, for the sake of them buying it, but I wouldn't eat. Um, feeling hopeless, having consistently consistently low energy, uh, using mood-altering substances like alcohol, weed, it's not on here, but weed, nicotine more frequently. Weed. Weed. You, you heard people like I got I got anxiety or uh, I'm too stressed. Let me smoke. You never heard nobody say that. Weed helps. Like do you yeah. know? I mean, it's helping benefits. them. That's what do you that's know what the benefits of weed. Oh. I know what the hell they're talking about. Oh, okay. But that's why some people they say. see my face. I, I I shut up. Let me fucking finish. So displaying negative emotion, being confused. I'm gonna add. I don't see it on here, but um. When I found when I was diagnosed, they told me um, being late could also be one because you have low time management. Um, being forgetful. When I say I can't forget, like I can't remember shit, I can't remember shit. And I thought it was just baby brain from this particular pregnancy. And my um, therapist said that could have been, but since you're still having these issues, it's it's that. 
Yeah, she's talking about me. I know. I can't remember shit. And that's, I'm not ashamed to say it. So, um, being unable to complete daily tasks, having persistent thoughts or memories that reappear regularly. Yes, I used to have visions of me killing myself, not along with suicidal thoughts, and killing my kids. I remember, I remember that. Um, that's why this episode... Yeah, needs to be discussed. Speaking of which, thinking or thinking of causing physical harm to themselves or others, hearing voices. I used to hear voices. Uh, experiencing delusions. I used to um, like, especially when my baby was my one year old was like freshly born. I would picture her something like happening to her, mainly SIDS, and I would picture her funeral. And my other my seven year old, I would see in this vision, delusion, whatever you want to call it. Their, uh, their funeral, what they were wearing, how their hair was, the color of their casket, the flowers, and everything. That was um, that was when I really realized, okay, I need to go back to therapy. And that's she, when I found the out. key is she got professional help. Yes, because at one point, especially when both of them would cry and I would be driving, I especially mainly on the highway when they would both seem to be crying. I understood why each kid was crying, but it got too much for me in my mental. And I would think about driving right in front of a tractor trailer, just in it all for everybody. So, and that's when I was like, I need to and go. And I remember one time I caught her in a car with um, her youngest crying. So I took the youngest in the house while she cried. Yep. Oh, how old was she? Yep. And um, not too many people talk about postpartum depression. I didn't realize it was real. I just thought she was like, oh, you cry from here and there. But no, that shit is definitely real. She was in the car having a whole breakdown in Cheyenne was just crying and she would not shut up. See, I don't even remember that. So when I was... She must have been like no more than three or four months. I don't know what I was saying, here or there. Probably over there. Anywho, so yeah. So did anybody comment, any questions? Today's episode is going to be a short episode, but I have a something new to broadcast. We now support, and we always will support, indie um, artists, as she called on a ground artist. And so every week or every episode, if we get um, you guys to email us, we are going to, we are going to um, play a new artist. And just gotta scream, guys. Just every week, we're gonna feature a new artist, you guys. And it's important that we showcase black artists. And we're gonna go right to our commercial break. We're gonna go right to our commercial break. This artist's name is The Champ, and enjoy. I'm a black man in America. I tell my laces off. They don't judge you by your character. Like you're looking through the mirror, no. Wonder why they killing us. Why they killing us? 
Show. I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say it until you guys email us. I already have some artists and DM me. Please DM me, Crystal Jordan. Don't DM her because I'm the one that's gonna listen to it. So, no I shade, would, no I shade to her. To no I would shade. just mainly give it to you because you control all the social media and control it. So, also, since she wants to, I guess, so called throw me under the bus, if your stuff isn't played, it's probably because of her. <laughs> that is true. But we love independent artists. Um, if you want to be featured on our on our platform, please inbox me, and I will do. And she is right. If I don't like your music, I won't play it. Um, it is no shade. It's just I don't want all the music we play to be about trap and killing. Um, I but I do want some trap music for next week. But do you have anything else you want to add to this amazing episode of us talking about mental illness? I would like to put out the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline hotline number, which is available uh, available 24 hours a day. Um, it is 1-800-273-8255. During the crisis, people are hard, who are hard of hearing can call 1-800-799-4889. Let me see you say it one more time. The National Suicide Type it right here for you, oh. but put it on the screen. The National Suicide Prevention number is one eight hundred. Sorry, five months ago. Uh, two seven three eight two five five. Can't put it. Don't forget to put suicide. Um, and I messed it up. But anyway, you guys, we really want you guys to be open to everything we put on this platform. If you want to be a co-host. With us, please, please DM me and I will get back to you and we can collab on some ideas and see what I'm going to put the suicide hotline number up. This is the suicide hotline right here. If you are experiencing any thoughts, you know, anybody experiencing those type of thoughts, that is okay. It is, And I want to just say it's okay to not be okay. I want to say that one more time for, for our audience. It is okay to not be okay. It's okay to cry. 
It's okay to talk about it. Crying is the best thing, let me tell you. And I can't stand when we raise our kids not to cry. I mean, Especially our, men our, cry. Men. our men not to cry, not to be strong. If you're gonna do that's that, that's why I think a lot of men have mental illness because we raise a lot of a lot of people raise their men. They're taking that anger out on a man. Oh no, they hit the man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna toughen you up, or or don't cry. Men don't cry. They they they're gonna make you gay. How ignorant does that sound that you're saying that? Or at least teach me crying the clock. You know, cry in the dark or something. Cry in the closet. You know, cry in the dark, cry in the closet, cry, cry by yourself. Like, no, I, I'm going to tell my son, if, you, if you need time. to cry from your girlfriend, cry. If you need to cry and when you out, cry. Cry, my... No, it, it don't it don't yeah. make you less of a man that you don't cry. That's why we have mental illness issues in our community. But at the same time... Come here, baby. Baby. If you see a man, well, it depends on what he's crying about. I don't know. I am going to look like. I think that a lot of, and that's the 1 800 um, suicide line. But um, I feel like that's why we have mental illness issues within our black men because we tell our black men not to cry. It's, it's not okay to be sensitive. It is okay to be sensitive. It's okay to be human. Like how we go through our breakups and we and we got to find self love. They got to too. And, I, and that's not even talking about mental illness. It's just we, 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 we try to. Toughen our men up too much. And they can't express themselves. Right. I'm not going to say which relationship this was, but I was in a relationship and I seen this person cry. It was, it, it was so hard for this person to let it out. And when he let it out, I said, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And I was just, I was just hugging my ex-boyfriend. It's okay. And he said, no. <laughs> and I said, no. You are allowed to cry. It's okay to not be okay. But thank you guys for the show. I'm your host, Crystal J. Okay. And if you want to email us, you can email us at thebedroomtalkshow at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, everything on The Bedroom Talk Show. And we are going to get a Twitter, and it's going to be The Bedroom Talk Show. Other than that, thank you guys so much to all the independent artists that are DMing us at this moment. Bye. See you later.